the scene was dead anyway. A music scene lives, a music scene dies. The stories, however, are immortal. The scene was dead anyway is a look into the lives, communities and music scenes that help shape an entire generation. Hello and welcome to The Scene Was Dead Anyway. I'm your host, Rick Walland. This is episode number 14, and today I'm joined by Mucca. In their own words, here at Mucca, we want to give visibility to all underground and DIY creatives in Manchester, from painters to writers and musicians to shopkeepers. We will do this by celebrating and documenting the work they do, where they do it, and why they do it through articles, podcasts, playlists, radio shows and collaboration we will showcase what Manchester's subcultures have to offer and provide it in an accessible format for all to enjoy. Before we start, if you're watching on YouTube please could you like and subscribe to my channel to help the podcast grow. If you're listening on Apple iTunes please could you leave a review under the ratings and review section. You can also find me on Facebook. It's facebook.com forward slash the scene was dead anyway. You can also find me on Instagram. Instagram.com forward slash the scene was dead anyway. I'm also on Twitter. Twitter.com forward slash T-S-W-D-A. As Mucker is currently a team consisting of eight people, I've been very lucky in that four of them are in the same room and join me on the podcast today. And they will introduce themselves individually uh, early on in the podcast. So I hope you enjoy it. And thanks for listening and thanks for watching. So, welcome to the show, guys. Thank you so much for coming on. Hiya, thanks for having us. Um, we'll start with Evan. If you want to just uh, introduce Muka, what is Muka? Uh, what what's uh, the philosophy, the the thinking behind it, and when did you start Muka? I think uh, I think Muka has been uh, yeah, it's been in my head for since the start of last year. I sort of found myself in a place where. I knew loads of like people doing good stuff, but no one knew about each other, and no mm. one really did anything about it. Everyone had these little cliques, yeah, and they were very happy just being in their clique, making stuff for their mates, talking to their mates, yeah, only like supplying their mates with entertainment, and they sort of didn't look outside of that little echo chamber for anything else. So there was like hundreds of artists musicians that just did stuff in their bedroom and didn't put it out weren't necessarily confident about it or were doing it for themselves it was it wasn't to make money or to get noticed and yeah, yeah, yeah. they were in my opinion better than the people that were making money out of it and who were popular yeah so honestly i just i just found myself surrounded i was like someone needs to do something about it and tell the rest of the city about what is going on whether it be 
yeah, people that make clothes, builders, uh, writers, uh, artists, musicians, X, Y, Z, charities, the list goes on. Uh, well, if you don't mind me chipping in, I think like the no. first conversation we had that like sparked the idea was when I, well, I was working with Louis Brehany, who's in the band Gazelle Band, who oh, yeah. was one of the yeah, first yeah. Um, interviews we really did. Was it the first? I think uh, it, I think it was the second yeah. one six wave. And we okay. were saying, because they played Palestinian music for anyone who doesn't know, and I went to see them at just because I knew him through school and the music was incredible and we was I was saying oh Evan I wish you came Hannah Connor like so many people would love it mm. but they just don't know about this stuff it was at the university and it was in a really small room and it's like yeah, yeah, we could have packed yeah. this with just mates of ours yeah. but they just didn't know about it just didn't know it existed so we wanted to be that that platform that shared literally everything and anything that's going on in Manchester. So you wanted to kind of pool the resources into one yeah. kind of umbrella, like, I suppose. Yeah, and to facilitate um, that, like, need cross boundaries as well. Yeah, bring between artists, between makers, between anybody that does anything, yeah. so they could look and see what else was going on. I think we just wanted to be, we wanted to bridge the gap yeah. that was really, really evident within the communities, mm. especially because I think Manchester's growing so big now. I think people mm. who I've always been here and I've always been doing stuff very quickly being forgotten mm. with new people coming to the city and making stuff. So I think, uh, well, and people that are just in the suburbs, I think people that are in the suburbs, yeah, like unfortunately really do get forgotten unless they have a presence within the city centre. Mm. So I think telling the story of the surrounding areas and the people that are in those areas is really important as well. I think we were just in a lucky position where we sort of knew a couple of people that did that. Mm. And we were like, mm. I don't more people know about that and support them. Yeah. And I so, oh, sorry, carry on. Yeah. I think it's also about kind of just like championing DIY culture as well. Like yeah. these are people just doing it on kind of like little to no budget for the love, for the passion. Um, and I think it's about, yeah, getting that out there as well and just championing that. So working. actually, could you just like go around and just like introduce yourselves individually, just so then for people who don't know, uh, and what what is your kind of role in Mucker? Um, so I'm Imogen, and I write articles for Mucker. I'm also often just hovering around the background, <laughs> contributing <laughs> my opinion, whether it's wanted or not. So that's that because it's all just done from this this living room so <laughs> See, um, yeah. that's me so headquarters um, that I'm, living room <laughs> yeah, it is mucker hq um i'm hannah i'm a visual artist uh by trade um but i'm also um uh, within mucker yeah i'm kind of really interested in how we can use mucker as a platform to connect people for collaboration to support mm. artists emerging artists and also to kind of really develop meaningful projects within communities. Um, so that's kind of my my focus, yeah. And as the big picture person. Yeah, I do a lot of strategic <laughs> thinking. Because uh, I, I work for a youth-led arts organization, so I'm bringing in lots of my experiences of my, like, my paid job in the arts to be like, how can we shape this um, for like long-term longevity and sustainability mm -hmm. and kind of just, yeah, creating really meaningful work, really. Yeah, that's great. Uh, I'm Evan, 
Uh, You're the brains behind it. Uh, it's my baby. Oh, it's my baby that yeah. yeah. helped raise. Yeah. Um, at the minute, because I'm uh, that's mine. That's uh, yours. Yeah, that's mine. Um, at the minute, because I'm uh, living La Vida furlough, uh, and nice. I'm taking uh, yeah a lot of a lot of like the brunt of like interviews and articles. And mm. the actual communication and connection between people, and mm. uh, yeah, doing doing more of the groundwork uh, for the moment. But then, yeah, getting ourselves really involved in bigger things and getting bigger projects yeah. uh, going. Building solid foundations. Building the foundations. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Before before work resumes, spending every minute just getting it ready. Uh, I'm Connor, um, writer, contributor. Um, also, soundboard and contributor for future planning and all that kind of stuff. We all dabble in like little bits yeah. of everything. We all mm. do everything. I think yeah. everyone's got specialities in certain areas, and it's more than just us as well. It's uh, we've got there are we've another, got a few four members. Yeah, there are another four four members as well. So we have got. Do you uh, want to? Yeah, do you want to introduce them uh, as well? Yeah, so we've got uh, Francesca Cox Henderson who um, Legend. is like mint DJ and she's doing a lot of uh, more future planning for us um, in the music sector. So I'm looking at mix series uh, and our radio shows. And she also does all our uh, like engineering, all our techie stuff. Yeah. Um, we have got Maisie Hamilton, who is our uh, digital designer. So she's in charge of like, yeah. Um, mm. Uh, website and future planning for general art direction. Uh, we have Asa Hudson, who is um, basically he's he's the music journalist. So all the reviews um, on the new stuff comes through Asa. Best job then, that, isn't it? I think. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, and then we also have Laura Weaver, who is a, a practicing artist. Uh, and she contributes a lot of the um, like groundwork art direction, so more about um, community engagement through the arts, and has so far been our main uh, art journalist as well. Cool. Thanks for that. Thanks for that. So, in terms of the name Mucker, uh, what's the what was the kind of thinking behind that, and where where did you come up with that name? And, uh, <laughs> is what? it? I'm sorry. What? Yeah, Big conversation. Made underground culture with a K because I love German. Well, I uh, bet. <laughs> if you want to have yeah, an art culture, what was it? Art. The ah, it was the culture of the people of the working classes rising up, and that's yeah. where we got unbought. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't. But remember. we started with a C, and it sounded more like Muka, <laughs> as you previously yeah, said. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> People get hung up on names a lot and I've tried to do stuff like this in the past and like been really fixated on the name and then never done mm. anything. So I think it was really good that you just wrote a list, sat in the pub, back when we could be in the pub yeah, and um, just like, uh, what about that? And then that one kind of jumped out and uh, we just went for it because otherwise we could just still be chatting about the name and not doing anything. Yeah. So it is, is it actually an acronym or you don't want to use it as an acronym now? It's kind of like... It was it's... birthed as an acronym, but then yeah. we don't 
it, how we don't hold any importance no, in the acronym. Manchester no. Underground Culture and Arts. Made underground culture and arts. Manchester's yeah. underground yeah. cultural arts. Cultural arts. It does <laughs> like at this point it doesn't matter because I think Mucker is its own is its own thing. Entity. Outside yeah. of that acronym. Sorry, I'm yeah. just still Come up with other acronyms. What have you got? What have you got, Connor? What have you got? What have you got for the mid viewers collective arts? I understand. My understand. My understand. My understand. No. Knowledge. Common acronyms and. <laughs> we've already got a good acronym like we don't need to come up with any better ones mm, yeah. we should focus on the worst ones if any. Yeah. no it's good it's good what about the logo then who like it's like a kind of like a fly is it is yeah so Manchester fly. to be honest like it took us ages to think of something and i was just flicking through some books um and kate and uh, saw like an image of a fly and i sort of thought oh that's that's brilliant because it's similar to the manchester bitty Mm. Um, but a bit more dirty. But a bit And we are sort of flies on the wall. Yeah. yeah. What is going on in the city. Oh, nice, oh, nice. I like that. Yeah, there you go. Fit together. Yeah. Now, the drawing I drew was about like a centimeter square. It was a real life <laughs> size. It was life size. Yeah. Yeah. We caught it outside in the summer. And, uh, yeah, just, <laughs> With a net. <laughs> Yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah. It did make me think of the B, like Manchester B. Like I was like, oh yeah, I can see the, the kind of similarities there. Um, We're all gonna get it tattooed. I haven't actually posited the rest of the group yet, but yeah, I, I'm down for that. I think we We're... are all uh, decided. <laughs> Whereabouts, Connor? On your whereabouts? You gonna have it, mate? On your like right here. On your pod. That'll actually, that'll look nice actually. <laughs> Yeah, I'm behind me. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's oh, it's stuck on. Oh, oh. So, Evan, uh, oh. I mean, I guess it's everyone, but you you recently started a collaboration with Islington Mill. Do you want to yeah. tell us a bit about that and and tell us about the the venue? I mean, it's an amazing space, isn't it? Oh, I can talk for hours about the mill now. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's uh, started by Bill Campbell in '99. Um, Bill went um, down to London to uni and then quickly came home because he missed uh, missed Manchester and Salford. They lived he lived opposite what was the mill, which had been abandoned for about fifty years at that point at night in ninety nine. Yeah, uh, and he just saw that the, there was a select sign and he uh, he had a he had a, a textile fashion brand that he started and opened up a space. Um, rented out a space for himself and uh, then just got mates involved and it honestly grew from there. He took over another part of that building, another part, and then got levels and then the studios happened and then people leave, new people come in and it's just transformed over 20 years to what I would probably say is like the creative hub of the north of England, really. Mm. I think it I think it's become one of the defining parts uh, of it because it's it's a place like no other where artists and all sort of DIY people are given a safe space to 
flourish mm. and be supported by other people doing a similar thing and um, yeah. build that community. They'd had a music venue in there for years, which is how I started going to the mill. Like when I was like 14, going to like see Russian circles in a dirty room in Salford. And I was like, <laughs> what, what is going on? And you just sort of get welcomed into this strange place that's got a little outside seating area full of fairy lights with an with like an exhibition gallery that's then a venue that's got 500 studios upstairs and you sort yeah, of like yeah what are you talking about this is now nah, this is this can't be real this isn't a thing are we in berlin are we in berlin <laughs> it, it was one of the reasons i came to university in manchester like the fact that manchester had things like islington mill just yeah. going on was so exciting and I think the collaboration started because we like loved so much work that was coming out of there and so many people were doing great stuff, whether they'd be graphic designers, uh, clothing brands, uh, drag queens, musicians, whatever, and community mm. sports as well. They don't just pigeonhole themselves. It's not just about being cool. No. They do something more than that. They're like... If it's a battle between being cool and being good, they're a good organization. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. I think that is cool. cool in itself. Yeah. So it's, uh, the collaboration sort of started because we were writing so many stories about people from there that I was like, I, I was actually telling people about these artists. I was like, oh, they're at Islington Mill. And people were like, what's that? And it sort of boggled my oh, mind yeah, no. that people don't know what it was. I was like, no, it's it's out the way. Like it, unless you know it's there, you don't know it's there. So yeah. I don't know. I just sort of with like my like personal connection of like ten years going yeah. there, I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell everyone about it because they need to know. And yeah, through chatting to Jeff Coulson there, it just sort of snowballed into, yeah, what we've got as a month-long collaboration on so many different levels. And I think it I think it just shows the power of DIY and like how that like the power of cultural regeneration as well, yeah. of like how important artists and creatives are in like problem solving and just like creating all of this amazing culture for other people to kind of engage with. Mm. Um, and I think it's just something that we just aspire to kind of be they're just like kind of yeah yeah well, really inspirational it's how reliant we are on it as a society like when rishi sunak said last year oh if you're an artist retrain inside which i think on episode of this our culture we are addicted to culture yeah and not just us but everybody and the mill, yeah, like the mill does so much and mm. will continue to do mm. so much for all the time, I hope. Yeah, yeah, it's really important. And I think letting everyone know that and letting them understand why it's important is crucial to the DIY story of Manchester mm. and Salford. The history stuff, right? Yeah. It's like a community, isn't it? Like, like a little kind oh, of... It's 100% a community. Yeah, because I had Emma Thompson on, like, and she just talked about how it was, like, just, yeah, this amazing community, and she had, like, you know, uh, pulling all these artists and creators and musicians together, uh, and she just had an amazing time, like, the whole time, you know, 
yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. think Emma slept for two years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she how was, was it? running a 24-hour club. She just, she lived for it. <laughs> so how's it going so far? What, what have you been doing? Uh, can you tell us a bit about what you're working on at the moment with, with Islington Mill? Um, specifically. Uh, so, <laughs> so specifically for the mill, um, we, we, we've done a, yeah, we've collaborated for the whole month, month of March and we've split the four weeks into four different themes. So the first week we looked at the history of the mill. Mm. So we looked at what Islington Mill was before um, the organisation that we know and love now. Mm. And so looking back in its uh, cotton mill roots and the community around it, mm. then we looked at ninety, uh, looked at two thousand to the present day. So almost like the story of what they've been doing, the past residents, the story of how it came to be, and then we looked at the future plans because they've had they've been absolutely amazingly successful in mm. getting a huge grant from the uh, uh, EU. Um, so they've been able, they're, they're now being able to refurbish a lot of the old building and buy every single building that's on the plot of land or originally was the mill. Mm. So uh, mm. yeah, I think I think they're guessing that they're going to be able to get another five hundred studios in there. Wow, which what? is just I mean, exactly. exactly that's just that's, ridiculous. That's the factory. Yeah, that's yeah. It. it's not. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. yeah. I can't even imagine 500 people anymore. I'm so accustomed to this little room. Today, like outside the... I could probably outside, imagine... Outside oh, the house for the first oh, time in God, like four yeah. days. I was like, oh my God, what is this? this what else is, have we got coming up? This is well? I could probably imagine 500 well, rooms. Exclusive. Yeah, of course we are. Well, we haven't done week two or three yet. Yeah, uh, week two... The mill took over um, yeah. our social media and talked about some of their newest residents uh, and some of their oldest and best. So they looked at Impa TV, which is the Islington Mill public access television. Mm -hmm. They looked at artists like James Unsworth and Astara Astata Kara. Yeah. Um, and then at uh, Jesse Springer-Mallard. Stringer no, no. Futural. Yeah, no. Jesse Stringer Futural, who runs Jesse May Lingerie, Carla Clothing, and like her own, oh, her so her own stuff. Yeah, so great. Mm. Uh, next week, we've got uh, the Mucker Top Picks. Our picks. Uh, there's, I think we've picked, we've got eight. So like, some uh, very exciting stuff. Part, yeah. Partington's Pots, who is actually uh, Dave, who taught me how to make pottery when I was a kid. Oh, cool. So as soon as I saw it, I was like, hey, Let's talk about pots, you. Dave, come on. <laughs> Honestly, the interview was two hours because we were just like catching up. Oh, <laughs> just, that's nice, yeah. Get, yeah. Get, get a bit potty, didn't we? Oh, <laughs> yeah, but, get a bit potty, yeah. So let's, let's focus in on... on Oh, uh, we, we have we have got one more thing. Oh as yeah, well. go for it, go for it, go for it. Yeah. This is an exclusive, right? So you don't want to miss it. <laughs> exclusive. So the, week, so the week after next, we have got uh, uh, a virtual reality exhibition uh, that we have created, which um, is all about film photography taken in and around Manchester over the past year mm. that has been developed by DIYD which is a, uh, a dark room run by uh, uh, Ellie 
uh, in Islington Mill. Oh, wicked! So, right. Yeah, we've physically created mm. a gallery. It's like it's it like on a screen. You're physically walking around the gallery. It's oh, incredible. nice. Have you ever played the, Second Life? The photography. Is or ever amazing. played anything on a PlayStation Two? Because it's better than that. Four <laughs> <laughs> K, man. <laughs> so where where yes. can we? Is that going to be streamed like a exhibition? sort of streamed oh so it's it's gonna it's it's honestly it's easier than that it's literally a link you yeah. go to the link and yeah it enters you into our little world that we've made like a portal uh, yeah have a, a gofundme page uh where people can donate to help us turn this into a physical publication because we'd mm. love to be able to give the people that have been a part of it some money and pay them for their actual work mm. uh, and have like people that wouldn't consider themselves photographers be put out, published. Yeah. be published in something, have their work in a photography exhibition. I think yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That physical tenuous link is something that's really important for people over the last year when we've had sort of nothing tangible. really tangible at the minute. So I think that's important to have mm. this as a a finality to yeah. this uh, to this collaboration as something that we can. Hopefully, Keep, hold in our hands. Hold, yeah, yeah something tangible. Yeah. yeah. We also and live in the uh, Salford Zine Library as well, and that's yeah. just going to be the legacy of of the collaboration month. We'd also like to create a bit of a pot of money as well, which is is very helpful for um, to pour into future community projects because mm-hmm. um, it's not just about all this. Like we love all the journalistic culture stuff, but we want to eventually move forward and begin doing things with the community working with working mm. with them for them yeah for them mm. and just building them up and giving people the opportunities to have mm. whatever they do showcased um and yeah just talks about and a future in it yeah that's cool so yeah big dreams watch this <laughs> watch this space it's happening yeah. uh, so i wanted to focus in on like each person individually because um, I've got some kind of specific questions about some of the stuff that you've done. Uh, so Imogen, uh, we can start with you. So yeah. you are the art assistant and writer for Mucker. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, I'll go with it. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what does Mucker mean to you? Um, honestly, Mucker, it started off as something personal, like I said about... Um, um, Gazelle Band, who, who was the first, definitely the first interview I wrote. Um, and then as soon as we started like expanding on it, it gets so exciting um, hearing and like discovering, even as like um, um, as Mucker, discovering new people and new things and talking to people like you and then like going off on a tangent and <laughs> looking at all the people you interviewed and being like, oh, we'll pinch them. (laughs) Pinch away. Oh, good. (laughs) It's just an example of like, it's it's just so exciting. Um, Yeah, it means a lot to me. Sadly, I'm back at work now um, because I'm a teacher, but I just love coming home and hearing about everything that's going on. And Mm. yeah. Mm. So if you want to tell us a bit about that interview, then what, um, how was that for you? and, And what can you tell us a bit more about gazelle band this kind of palestinian duo play kind of traditional middle eastern music um yeah would you be able to tell us a bit more about them and 
And yeah, so like I said, it started with, he was a, another teacher at my school and we actually took the kids on a school trip to go and see his band play at the Manchester Museum. And it was like Manchester Museum slash university, it's like a shared little bit that they have. And um, yeah, I was literally blown away, blown away. I knew that he did that music, but as soon as I started watching him, and he's a doctor in music as well, and he's just um, massively okay. like underappreciated, but he plays any instrument you put in his hand. And then I didn't really, well, me and Evan didn't really understand the, like the, um, like the massiveness of it until we met his wife, Reem, who is, was born in Gaza and then faced like a lot of troubles in her life with like wars going on and like borders being closed. Um, mm. And the family saying, no, you've got to settle down and get a husband. Yeah, and she was yeah. like, no. I'm, I'm not doing this. Well, she was I'm the first... Uh, youth player. Yeah, she was the first youth player, wasn't she? Like, um, yeah, women, it's like professional female youth player. Yeah, first female. From Gaza. So what, what's, a, what's an oud then for people who don't know? So it's also called like a watermelon uh, <laughs> instrument because the back of it, it's like a guitar, but the mm. back of it looks mm. like a watermelon. It's like got a massive like... Um, I'm no expert, but... It's called the watermelon guitar, because imagine chopping a watermelon in half, and that's the body. Yeah, it has like, a very yeah. short neck. So I think yeah. it's seven strings played in a very, uh, like, strange tuning. But, but like, it, like when we did the interview, we went round to the house, because it was at that time in life where you like cut, you cut. Yeah, yeah. Pretty um, good, yeah. And that brief bit. Um, <laughs> we were doing the interview, and I was like, can I have a go? Can, like, can I try it? Because like, I played guitar, I play guitar, so I should be able to play this. Do you feel like George Formby being like Winston Hughes? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, hey, he's from Wigan, that lad. I know that. Hello, Wigan. <laughs> <laughs> Wigan I've got Wigan heritage. I'm from Wigan. Oh really? Oh great. There you go. Uh, yeah. So so anyway, yeah, we did the interview, and honestly, both of us were just there, like. We forgot to ask questions. We're just like, tell us everything. everything. Start from the start. Tell us everything. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, just like screw up this piece of paper that had questions. I'm like, chuck it. Yeah. You know, just tell us everything because it was it, so interesting. I think it was like my first real, like, conversation and understanding of like the genuine life of like a refugee that like I personally mm. am connecting with and. It was terrifying to say the least. Mm. Like the genuine mm. stories that she was saying, like honestly, made like like Jim was saying, we sort of stopped doing the interview because I was like, I, I, my questions mean nothing when to you're when, when you're all telling me about your experiences, mm. and I we just want to hit them all. We well, I found myself in a position where I was like, we need to tell people what mm. you've done to like get here and to play music like that's ridiculous yeah like yeah it's it it, it really took yeah. me it, it took me back so if you're watching this and you haven't listened to the gazelle band yet then i'd go and check them out they don't wow. have they, i don't think they, have, they don't have spotify no youtube Mainly on YouTube, mainly on YouTube. Right. They post a lot of like videos that they do at home, and they've yeah, got like they don't have any like studio <laughs> recordings. They just 
record themselves on the phone at home and right. they're very well known within their uh, circle so they simply get work through word of mouth yeah. rather yeah. than the modern ways of them coming up on a search which I right. think is beautiful in itself yeah I will link I'll link them uh, for people uh, to check okay. out. I honestly um... could go on about them for <laughs> hours, so better move on. <laughs> uh, you better get them on your show. And uh, Lewis, that's, 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 uh, that's a good idea. Yeah, Lewis did mm-hmm. just direct a film as well called Kafia uh, about a uh, Palestinian band called Kafia. Mm. And when they did the uh, screening of it, they did a live set as well. So that's well worth checking out. Great. And what uh, what are you working on now, Imogen? Have you got anything? Uh, in the pipeline yeah just... so i'm working on um at the moment a article about feet well no not female sorry um oh my mind's on blank textile artist that's the one not... <laughs> 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 i am working on it i promise <laughs> um, not just female though like i i often found like even like as a as a, a textile student at at a level age like i was so shocked by i was just like obsessed with tracy emin as i feel lots of people are at that point mm-hmm. where like she just like outright said like women are the only textile artists and they're expected to be like beautiful and functional and she was just like you know what fuck it let's go mad um <laughs> Do you remember when we were at school and <clears throat> i made you sew my back together in textiles I did everyone's textiles. Yeah, you were sick of it. Yeah. You just taught him how to do it. You still, you still do it. You still yeah, do all that stuff. I had two pieces of lilac fabric yeah. and sewed them together. It was like a burlap sack that you put over your head. <laughs> Honestly, it were, it were terrifying. And that's no <laughs> disrespect to her skills as a sewer. <laughs> More disrespect for my skills. Your design. Out. Yeah, my design. <laughs> So, so you went to school together, Imogen and Connor? Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, right. So you go way back then. Way back. Yeah. Long enough. Way back. <laughs> 10, 10, 11 years? 10, 10, 11 years. So, Connor, we'll go to you next. Thank you, Imogen. Hello. What does mucker mean to you, Connor? Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, um... <laughs> community community is the main thing for me it's about building those bridges and uh, going out there and doing something for people rather than because we are like i said before we are doing a lot of journalistic stuff at the minute which i love it's very interesting um but i know all of us really want to get to the stage where we can get out of the lockdown and like help people ask people what they need in their neighborhood their community and try and bring some of those desires and dreams into a form of realization um so yeah that's what i've that's in my head that's what it has the capacity for and that's why i'm excited about it and that's why i love it yeah like i would a small bear (laughs) (laughs) so i I don't even going to pronounce this right but the methuselah tree is that methuselah yeah methuselah tree so tell us a bit about this, because this is really um, interesting. Me and Adam were doing a radio show, and uh, I sounded well like that. <laughs> <laughs> radio, radio show. show. You wouldn't know that we came at the same time. 
Ray, tell we were doing the radio show. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, no, we were doing radio show. And <laughs> great, great accent, man. Um, yeah, no, we were doing the radio show and came across Theme from the Fuselier by uh, Will Robinson on Bandcamp, it was. Yeah, yeah, Bandcamp, yeah, Bandcamp. Just looking at new releases. And I remember sat there, we were in my room. And I just I turned to everyone and I went, look at this! Right now, look at this! Stop, stop! And the artwork was amazing. It was kind of like this 2D glitchy thing of the Methuselah tree, black and white. Mm. Uh, listen, we listened to it. It was a bit like Plantasia. Mm. It was very kind of um, late 90s, early noughties video game stuff, which was when we grew up. Mm. It brought back a lot of stuff for me. Um and it was just the soundtrack to um, an online um, game or experience, as I believe Ellen called it. Um, but yeah, it's choice-based. Um, and it's very philosophical. Uh, and it's just about life and death and kind of uh, chaos and fear and uh, whether we are controlled by fear mm. in our fear of it or whether fear is like an evolutionary advantage. Mm. Um and yeah, L, they they um, they were commissioned by Fat UK for it, um, and they got Will to uh, do the soundtrack for it, and yeah, just create this amazing project that just blew my head off. It, it blew both our heads off. Yeah, we and, sat there and played it about three times. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that reminds me. I just want to say that, like, for anyone watching that's not massive game head, like. You don't need to be massively into games. Yeah, no, it's not, it's not like, one of those no, games that like, takes weeks to complete. It takes yeah, like no, half an hour, an hour but it sticks with you forever. And that's it. Like, we're not really. Brilliant. We never entered into this. I never entered into this thinking I'm going to write about a video game because mm. that's not something I'm really that asked about. Like, and as well, I feel like there's a lot of voices in um, kind of uh, journal, journalistic roots for video games. There's a lot of female voices and not male voices in those areas that are kind of like shut down and pushed down and I don't want to be one of those voices that does that um, but that game um, was something that it was it felt right to write about I never wanted to write about video games until until we played that until we video played that game. and yeah it just kind of felt natural to write about that one it was a piece of culture yeah, it crosses boundaries it, it does cross boundaries. boundaries yeah completely cool uh, so, Hannah. Yes. Hello. How you doing? <laughs> Good. What does uh, what does mucker mean to you then? Yeah. Uh, for me, mucker is about um, yeah. I think making art more accessible to lots of people. Meaning, you know, it, it it's showing what art can do for people, what it can be, how it can relate to their lives. You know, it's not these white walled gallery spaces. Um, well, art in the broadest sense, creativity in the broadest sense, culture in the broadest sense. Um, yeah, just kind of showing how relevant it can be and what people can get out of it. Mm. Um, and I think it's really important that we are providing a platform to support other artists and creatives, um, facilitating conversations and collaborations, really. So, like, yeah, just lots of exciting stuff like that, I think, yeah. And so you're the art director. Um what what have you been what are you currently working on uh in the framework of mucker 
Yeah, so I've actually been um, I've been chatting to Pink, who are a uh, artist-led organisation based in the city, who have um, just got a space, and all of their programme have been put on hold due to COVID. But they're going to be based at the Seesaw kind of creative oh, cooperative really? working space. Ah, yeah, yeah, sick. They've got a new <laughs> they've got a new venue. They're doing lots of community-led stuff as well, um, and they're doing lots of like research projects, like really open-ended. Um, research questions and kind of interrogating lots of stuff so yeah that's really exciting um, and I can't wait to kind of, yeah go down when we can check that out yeah. wicked uh, so uh, there was another question that's more for like everyone really um, what what kind of what are the highlights would you say so far of, of I mean how long has Muck has been kind of together how long has it been when was it founded would you say Officially launched in November. Yeah, it's been ruminating for about 12 months now. Yeah, but officially launched. Yeah, so to the general public, we were born in November. So we are... Uh, I feel like the conversation started flowing. Over like, a year ago. Over a year ago, like before yeah. lockdown. And lockdown, not to not to overshadow all the horrible things that happened, but like for us, it was a blessing in disguise just to have that time and we're like right now is the time to be doing yeah. this yeah. um so so yeah over a year now but... i remember being at uh, an end of year party at partisan and yeah uh, like we were just sat talking about it like haha wouldn't it be funny if we did this yeah and then i went to the toilets i was like just <laughs> <laughs> such a specific memory of being in the toilet turning to someone next to me and be like should I do that? should I do should I do this thing? and I told him about it and he's like yeah what's that idea? what's that toilet? so I was like right we're going to do it we're going to do it, it. We're gonna do it. We're gonna and then you came out and it was just like being like oh Brandon you'd be perfect for it and everyone was like oh something's happening then like Brandon will do something with you like, yeah. Brandon, Brandon Smith if anyone's interested we also did an article yeah, again, again, but... yeah. I was going to say in terms of highlights I think it's been really good to connect with Steam Radio um, I think oh, yeah. uh, Radio uh, yeah again kind of like community based radio station based in Hume at the old Abbey Tap and um it was it was cool because we were just doing an interview with them and then it kind of transpired yeah. that they were like yeah. do you want a show and it means that we can reach more people it means that we've got like a again it's just like another way of communicating with people yeah um, that's a way to show um the manchester music in like a really accessible way rather than us just writing about them because i feel like with music you need to hear it you don't want someone telling you and it sounds like this you want the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, they're always like so diverse as well with like what is, what's on there so yeah yeah they're worth checking out yeah i like for me it's been getting involved with all the islands of mill stuff because through yeah. that um like we've started to learn how to set mucker up as an organization really rather than just kind of a fluid idea that um facilitates people between people were kind of looking into setting ourselves up as either a business or a CIC, a CIC, a CIC yeah. mainly. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, it's just been really interesting to learn about all that, which has been, the mill have been really involved with helping a lot of people doing that. They've done fantastic work. Um, so yeah, professionally for me, that's an highlight. But personally, it's kind of reignited my love for writing again. Oh, great, man. Yeah. Like writing at unit and 
I've been through years of just being like, ah, oh, writing's for knobheads, blah, blah, blah. I'll still do my writing cathartically. But now it's kind of giving me that push to write, write for purpose. Yeah, write for purpose. It's for a bigger purpose, isn't it? Not just for yourself, like yeah, I said. Yeah, not just you know. for yourself. Not just to, and I think Six, your own demons. I think that's my thing as well. Like, I spent years sort of going to gigs, playing some gigs, taking some photos, doing some paintings, not and really doing anything. Yeah, and now I'm like, now I'm giving my all back to the people mm. that have sort of sculpted me yeah. with a little help from my friends Aww. and just like, <laughs> yeah. we get it there's gonna be some tears guys I, i'm i'm ready for that, it that's, uh, <laughs> honestly that's 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 the biggest thing for me is like actually doing something with my mates that isn't getting pissed and having yeah. um <laughs> great conversations <laughs> <laughs> also i mean yeah, uh, I, think yeah. It, I think it's worth saying that like we've started it but throughout this already, we've, you know, Cheska, we didn't know her before we started. Yeah, yeah. We are open for collaboration, collaboration and open for contribution. So anyone that wants to yeah, join us, we're, we're here for yeah. people to come and do it with us. Yeah, if you've got an idea, we want to, like, help support, facilitate that, like, connect you to other people and just, um, yeah, just support the, the kind of bringing it to life. So who should they contact if so someone's listening or watching this and they want to contribute? Yeah. Just the muck Instagram, I'd say. Muck Instagram. Yeah. Well, you've got you've got you've got two parts of contact. You've got the muck Instagram, which is uh, M U K A M C R, uh, and then you have uh, our website, which is uh, also M U K A M C R uh, dot com, um, and then you can contact us um, on either of those, um, either through yeah, social media or straight to our it's email, our email on our website as well, mm. which yeah, email, email emails on both, and that's yep. yeah, they're the two main ports of call whilst we're still uh, stuck indoors, still housebound. But yep. it's not just about Manchester either. I always think with Mucker, and we said this, we said this previously, um, that we don't want we we want to do the Manchester stuff. We live here. We love this city. Yep. <laughs> it's kind of sculpted us. Um, but we well, want we, someone else to do it in another city yeah, as well. Yeah, Someone yeah. please come out there. Looker. If anybody in Leeds is doing, is Looker. watching this, go out there, set a Looker. If anyone in the, I don't know, Bath, Booker. Booker. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if anyone, <laughs> anywhere in Farnsworth, Fucker. No. <laughs> oh, he's been seen He's done it, he's done it. He's wrapped oh, it in there. Oh, yeah, no, it's... Oh. Um, we want people to um, look at what we're doing and then go back to their own communities and be like right what can i do for my community what can i do to build up this city town village anywhere that they live and strengthen the bonds that they all have so it's like a movement you want to create yeah, this kind of like, groundswell of like it's making the global local because yeah. we live in an increasingly globalized world and which is brilliant it has given us so much power mm. uh, with education of the internet everything like that mm. we've got to take that and we've got to take it back the hyper local hyper localize it and make it smaller so we can better ourselves and better our neighbors better our families and i think that's the one thing that lockdown has done i think a lot of our generation has seen that the country doesn't work 
doesn't work for us and doesn't concern a lot of the younger um, population. And I think a lot, of, a lot of us are all always looking at where we're going to move to that's not here. Yeah. When, when are we going to leave? When are we going to go live in Berlin? <laughs> um, but I think lockdown has, I, I'm just talking for myself here, but has made me appreciate the hyper-local community and really like look at where I am and what is going on here rather mm. than my head. Like, when am I going to go to New Zealand and <laughs> just snowboard for a year? Yeah, because yeah. And Zucker. I'm actually. And Zucker. And Well, it'd be a Walker before I moved to Wellington. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering, uh, Evan, if you would uh, talk about what are the other guys kind of working on at the moment, because they're not actually here, they're not present. Uh, so, like Cheska, uh, Acer, is that how you pronounce it? Acer? Yeah. So Acer has got a uh, selection of reviews that he's looking at at the minute. So uh, Baby Six Collective uh, have released something with uh, Clavier Grouper, which is like a really cool experimental saxophone and piano uh, album. Um, there's also a Portable Radio, uh, which are a great like take on the Beach Boys sort of band. Mm. that have just released uh, today, released their debut album, uh, which is fantastic. Um, and there's a litany of other bits that Ace is doing. Uh, Cheska is um, looking at starting a mix series, um, so getting a lot of more DJs involved with us and our output. Um, so looking at more Manchester-specific artists and music and making mixes out of them that we could then also uh, feature on our radio show. And um, Maisie is, well, looking at a little bit of rebranding, making us all fresh and new. Because <laughs> honestly, we're, we're going we, to change our look every quarter, pretty much. Mm. So what we look like is just always going to change because... Well, me and Evan work in shops outside of this. <laughs> um, Evan works in Diesel, I work in Calvin, it's clothes shop, which is, when you work in a shop, you're always susceptible to remerching. Consistently. It, yeah, mm. and like, whether you do it by season or whether you just do it... By collection. On the weekend when you feel like you want it. I think that's yeah. kind of really important to be like, I don't look the same. Yeah. I am I, the same. I am the same, but I've now changed. I'm changing, I'm constantly evolving, and that's something that we took from our jobs. Mm. What, about, uh, what happened? Oh, oh yeah, hey, what happened? Yeah, yeah. go on. Uh, that. So we do have a, a collaboration uh, project with uh, Callum Winters, who is uh, also known as Do Your Best, uh, an experimental oh, yeah. record label that that Baby Six uh, record that I mentioned has come out on. Uh, so we started a collaboration called A. Hey, what happened? Uh, and we're doing a lottery draw of years between 1950 and 2020. And we're looking at the underground subcultures of Manchester in that specific year. Mm. Uh, so uh, like in certain years, like let's say 1978, like Factory Records starts, Joy Division, um, Warsaw changed the name to Joy Division 
There's Morrissey, the uh, Rock Morris Against Racism gig in Alexander yeah. Park. Morrissey does his first single with Ed and the Nosebleeds, but like, yeah. <laughs> what else is the what else mm. is there that we should know about? And mm. so we're doing a little a little short piece, a historical piece about the year, and then doing a a mixed playlist of some of our favorite tracks uh, on that. So last month we released 1994. Well, we had uh, yeah, great tunes from like Orteca and Dorothy Column. Um, this month, which hasn't been released yet, um, is 1978, nice. and there's some absolute whoppers on there. Yeah, uh, it's class. It's a good, it's a good year. So this is a uh, and, and we never just sit there uh, in the morning and we're like, Evan will say the year and be like, oh right, we just wrote the year, and then we'll both sit there on our laptops being like, listen to the oh, it's never nineteen seventy nine. Oh, they were from Cheadle. Oh. <laughs> Cheshire, it's not Manchester. The voice sounds great. Yeah. So this is yeah an ever expanding project that. We kind of, well, I personally hope that we can start uh, curating exhibitions of the actual articles of scenes, of posters, and of releases of those years. Um, so that's that's the that's the that's the big goal for this project to really get some legs and to be really an informative deep dive for people to understand like what happened specifically in Manchester. Yeah. That, isn't pop culture and that we should know about that we don't already know. Um, mm. I was even talking to a professional archiver today who's based yeah. in Manchester who's put on things like the Good Vision. He, yeah, he's done like loads of the factory uh, exhibitions. He's like done, um, yeah, done like countless, yeah, he's done, he's done loads of stuff. But yeah, I was talking to him about like advice on how we can make it better, um, how we can take it further. What we can do in lockdown finish. So, like we said before, stay tuned because there's lots of good things coming. <laughs> yeah, and it's like the little things as well. We got sent something. Yeah, not, not so long ago. Great little chat book. Yeah, oh, wow. um, a little essay by Nell Whitaker on charity shops. Oh wow! Oh, like, cool. Was, right. It was like such an exciting thing because he is. Um, part of our right. photography ex that's exhibition so we had a chat with them and i'm just yeah, yeah, yeah. We got chatting and they were like yeah i'm a writer as well here's this thing that i did and we were happy enough for them to uh like send, it, send it to line, us so which... yeah great great reading and we're gonna uh yeah do uh do something more uh coming up with uh with now Listen to this. Awesome. There must be a way of living that accommodates change where bonds are flexible and expansive like water, like buildings with rubber foundations erected on planes where tectonic plates meet. Wow. And I just think that's gorgeous. That's like, great. Yeah. Send you that. They live in Manchester. They're talking about charity shops. And it's beautiful. I think that. that Some encapsul... more of that, please. Everything. Person sent us their work, and now we're gonna like right. Now we tell everyone about your work because why do people not know about this? Yeah, we need to think of a little like ring ringtone for our um, address. A ringtone. Yeah, you know, like a. Uh, Look, uh, what use one of our radio jingles? Radio, radio <laughs> jingles. Yeah, yeah. We like want to fly. Like, uh... like, send us still. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> send us your bits. Oh. <laughs> it's a work in progress. 
Yeah. Still, the the future of Mucca, like post, hopefully, like we're now the restrictions uh, are starting to lift gradually, as we know. Uh, what what kind of physical event are you going to have? Some kind of physical events, like uh, what have you got planned for the future? One booked in, but so, I don't know. We've got one booked in, but we've yeah. got loads planned. Well, we've got loads planned, and I don't know whether you know what? we're announcing. We'll, we'll just tell Rick everything that we've got planned. So yeah. far. Oh, no secrecy. No secrecy. Yeah. Transparency. No, no, no. So, exclusive. Are part of a team that myself and Hannah Tinker of uh, Wilderness Record Shop mm. uh, have sort of got this team together, and we're going to make a, a compilation a physical compilation release of all the great Manchester music that's come out at the minute. Okay. Um, because there's loads of stuff coming out of London, like slow dance, group therapy, uh, and uh, isolation tapes. There's just, uh, sorry, solidarity tapes, not isolation tapes. Um, so there's loads of comps. So we feel like Manchester really needs and deserves uh, a part in that. So that is one big project that we have coming up. <laughs> We're working with Calla Winters that we've all already mentioned. Bless you. Yeah, bless you. Uh, <laughs> Nick Barber of Barber Presents. We're working with Emma Thompson of Fat Out. We're working Emma, yes. with... Yeah, big up Emma. We're working with Brandon Smith. And we Brandon, are also yeah. working with uh, Cumber Studio, who uh, have their beautiful little hub of excellence in uh, the, the Nyamos Theatre in Hume. Um, so from that we're gonna make our own uh, so we're gonna have the release and then our plan that we have uh, really got in the making this week is we're gonna start our own tiny desk sessions uh, form of like KEXP show where we uh, get live bands on and chat to them and do a little interview so that's that's one side. <laughs> That's one, one side. side amidst uh, a couple of gigs that we've got planned. Uh, so we're also going to be doing in September. We're going to do Daniel, uh, Johnston. Daniel Johnston commemoration gig because unfortunately it's two years since his passing. Uh, so the we're going to on the eleventh of September. So we're going to be raising some money for some um, uh, Manchester-based mental health charities and follow that up with some. Um, uh, mental health workshops on how oh, great, creativity yeah. can uh, help with that. So we're going to be working yeah. with some sound therapists. And uh, that's when Asa comes in as well because he's um... he's also a sound therapist. Yeah. So we're going to be uh, yeah doing a couple of workshops on how sound can help you with your mental health. And that's more of what we want to do as well. We don't want to just want to do these events that like for the sake of it. Yeah, we're not it's doing not just it. like. Um, oh, here's a catalogue of things that we think are cool. It's, um, we want to do more workshops, more things that are like... Impactful. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. here's our CV. Here's our... Uh, yeah. So a couple of bits that we talked about today. We'll talk about a couple of them from today. Yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, in light of everything that's happened this week, um, we were talking about kind of women's safety and, um, yeah, all that sort of stuff. So we want to be able to yeah. kind of the resource and um yeah raise some money as well to go towards some women's charities uh, we want to collaborate i think with, with lots of different charities on that um so yeah there's there's the stuff we want to be responsive to kind of um what, what is actually going, going on, on. Yeah. yeah because yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, yeah. people's 
that's what people need. People need a resource that can inform them and can help them move forward stuff in whatever going on, they want. But yeah. it's stuff that's going on that's not just a topical um, thing, but stuff that is no, an ongoing problem. It's yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's like it's using art and, art and culture as a, as a vehicle for like um, social change. So, yeah, so I think that's like it. Yeah, there's there's really bigger, deeper, deep rooted issues that we kind of yeah we want to go towards um, dismantling or kind of raising yeah. awareness or edu- or ed- 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 educating people Act- around activism. Yeah, you want to do a lot yeah. of kind of activism. Activism, you could call it. Activism. I've not coined that myself. So I feel like. What what you know of us right now is really Plan C. This isn't what we started out as what we wanted to do. Like it's not Plan C. It's just like being open to growing and developing. I think it's changing all the time. Yeah, And I think we cover every every base really, covering all the DIY communities. Yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever is needed at that time, and what we can respond to. I feel like we've rambled on on a lot, but I just hope that it shows how passionate we all are uh, about it. We yeah. get mm. we get so excited. It's not just a wine; we get so and excited about how many areas we all care about as well. Yeah, and how passionate we are, like you say, across them. Yeah, I think we all have very different specialities. I think yeah. that that is important because we then can spread over so many areas that we collectively care about. Yeah. Oh, um, pissing down. <laughs> oh, <persistence>. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, typical Manchester. I'll tell you what, it'd be good to do it again with like everyone, like here, you know, yeah. all the guys. Well, you know I what's really so. funny? That'd be ace. All, all eight of us have never been in a room together. Yeah, I know. Oh, we have been outside together. Because I don't even think we've been outside together. Yeah. No, we have New Year's. No, there was one missing. Oh, Maisie yeah. was missing. Yeah, Maisie was missing. We've yeah, never yeah, been yeah. In, because we yeah. started it in this sort of time. We've never been in a room together. We've never met all oh, at once. No, Ace no, was no, there. No, honestly, <laughs> we've never all eight of us haven't been in a room together at the same time. It's we've all been on countless screens. It's just been online. Oh my god, I can't. That's true. Oh, no. Holy crap. But yeah, I think also takeaway if it's about providing a platform, holding the space for others as well. Aside from Hannah Whitlow and Jim, we're idiots. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good, Connor, man. You're good. Yeah, because yeah, it, yeah. didn't, it didn't start off. It really started off as us four. Yeah. And then we've just, people have joined. Snow. Yeah. Us four really pissed in a room at like two in the morning with post-it notes and lining oh, my wasn't walls. That late. It was the start of the night. <laughs> I know. I, 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 I know, guys. Orchestrated this like biz, big, like big thinking session with flip chart and post-its and sharpies and 
anyway but yeah they're yeah. all the stuff the questions that we still revisit of like why we try to exist and yeah. what do we want to change in the world and how we're going to do it so yeah. you know big big ideas but and it's about yeah it's exactly towards. as you say it's about that revisiting it to yeah. keep it snowballing and yeah. constantly yeah. asking yourself the same questions to see how you've changed and how yeah. the climate's changed yeah Great. Hopefully that's been enough for you, Rick. <laughs> that's great. Honestly, it's a bit like the time's just flown. It's like an hour or something that's just gone. Oh, gosh, yeah. So I really appreciate right. you coming oh, my on God. my show and I will be plugging the shit out of it so we can get people, oh, thank you. Get people on board. Well, honestly, Rick, everything you've done has been fucking fantastic. Oh, so, thanks, man. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> now, do you know what? I was oh, a lovely. massive fan of you in your personal life, anyway. And now, so now to see you in this professional capacity, you've been my, wonderful. Mate. My dabbing yeah. days are over. I'm afraid to say. Oh, no. uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? No. I don't like that as long as you're doing something that makes you happy. Which I can see you yeah. are. This is yeah. this is great, man. Yeah, this this podcast yeah. stuff is great. So. So, um, so now we can pause the recording and then swap it round for us interviewing you from Oka. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, what are the secret codes? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's it's people like yourself, though. You know, yeah. like you're, yeah, you are what creates the magic in in the city. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and the other guys, uh, the the Loose Creatives podcast. That's I think they're really I like what they do as well. Uh, yeah, they're all all great. So Hannah Tinker that we mentioned earlier who's part of that comp yeah. uh, team. She's just done the last um, um, episode of of that. I saw it. Uh, oh, it's great. I love it, man. One of the members, I think it's Davy that does it. Davy, yeah, is, uh, is part of Yang, who is the band that Hannah Tinker manages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A Great. city of nepotism. <laughs> who, who are also going to be on the comp as well. Oh. Little spoiler. Spoiler. There we go. Oh. You've had so many. There's this. so many. Yeah. Should, start, should start a Patreon or something and do like exclusive, you know, footage and <laughs> yeah, videos. We can't and... keep secrets. No, we're really bad at keeping secrets. As soon as someone else will like. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Five Yankee dollars for a sequel. <laughs> 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 Okay, Great. Well, hopefully next time I see you, we'll be sitting in sandbar having a pint of shindigger. Oh, yes, you know. please. <laughs> I think we should remake. It, it, it is, it is, it is, yeah. Use one of the offices upstairs. Be like, oh, Dave, Dave, do you mind if we use this back room? Do like drop-in <laughs> sessions for any creatives that want to get involved. We're yeah. at sandbar yeah. 24-7. <laughs> well, I can, I can confirm that sandbar it will be reopening. I don't know yeah. if I should... I don't know if I should be saying that, but... There's your um, exclusive. Seamus dead anyway. Sambar's reopening. Yeah, put that as the title. We're going to steal that story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, thank you, guys. Have a good... Have a lovely evening, rest of your evening. Yeah, you too. Oh, and, so no, thank you so much for doing this, Rick. Like, no, honestly, hopefully it's... Yeah. It's just going to be a, another way for people to learn more about Mucker and, and, you know, it's like an informative podcast, I suppose, as well. Uh, yeah. yeah. You as well. And, like, it's just, I don't know, it just it made me feel really proud and happy to have you ask this Aww. of us. Thank you. Thank I, you. I am I'm very appreciative. Awesome. All right, guys, have a good night. Bye. <laughs> you too. See you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening and thank you for watching. 
I just want to say a big thanks to my guests today, Evan, Imogen, Connor, and Hannah. Uh, this is my first group style interview, so I was I was pretty nervous at the beginning, I'll, I'll admit, um, but they made me feel really relaxed, and they're just a really lovely bunch of people, and there was a lot of laughs. Um, I think the main thing that came through for me was the energy and drive, you know, to make mucker really happen you know it's um, it's still in its early stages as we as we discussed um but i feel like you know these people uh they, they give me hope because after the last general election you know i just gave up really um it felt like all the work that corbyn had done you know had just been shat on really um so what I do feel that came out of all of that, really, I can only think of the only positive was that it engaged a lot of young people in, in you know, politics and activism. So I think that was a big positive that came out of that. And, th and these, these guys, Mucker, you know, I feel like they're, they're a perfect kind of example of that. Um, and the not just uh, connecting other creatives uh, and pooling all these resources. No, it's not just about that. We talked about activism, you know, that's the part of it. It's like, you know, through the arts, through the creative realms, um, we can make change. Um, we can do it. And they do give me hope after everything that's happened um, in the last couple of years. Um, so I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be supporting them 100% of the way, you know, in, in whatever direction it goes, you know, they've got a great team there and a great bunch of people. I felt like the morale in the room was really high and everybody's on board with it. Everybody's singing from the same hymn sheet. And, you know, this is also part of what my podcast is about. It's. It's not just about music, it's about uh, the community and the scene, you know, the DIY culture, um, you know, bringing us together uh, to, to create something that can make a change on a societal and political level, you know, through our music, you know, um, like a lot of this kind of music that I played and what I listened to, it feels like it's a... It's an act of defiance, you know. Yes, we, we can't, we feel like sometimes we can't make changes. You know, we're not politicians, but we can make our voices heard through our music, uh, our art, um, you know, whatever it is, whatever our creative output is, we can use that as a tool to make change. And, you know, maybe I'm an idealist, you know, maybe it's, you know, it's all just a waste of time, but uh, I feel that's the, that's also a big part of what my podcast is about and and the DIY culture, you know, the DIY ethics is, you know, it's a movement as well. It's not just about the music. It's bringing, you know, uh, people together and um, strengthening um, the common goal of, of you know, making... Um, some real changes 
uh, in our society in the world so yeah that's my speech so yeah so thank you um thank you to evan imogen connor and hannah um the plan is uh, hopefully is to to do another episode and get you know the whole team um on on the uh, show so that would be interesting uh, i've got ideas about um setting something up in this house you know some like little makeshift studio and inviting him over you know have a cup of tea record an episode that would be amazing um yeah so you can you can find mucker on instagram and uh, also they've got a website um i'll link all that in the description if you're watching on youtube please could you like and subscribe to my channel to help the podcast grow if you're listening on Apple iTunes, please could you leave a review under the ratings and review section. You can also find me on Facebook. It's facebook.com forward slash the scene was dead anyway. You can also find me on Instagram. Instagram.com forward slash the scene was dead anyway. I'm also on Twitter. Twitter.com forward slash TSD. W-D-A. Next up on the show is Thomas House. He was in a band called Charlotte Field, who are like one of my favourite bands uh, of all time. Um, I've talked a lot about them recently, and um, they were a huge, massive inspiration to me um, and you know, music I created. Um, but his main project uh, is called Sweet Williams. Um, so yeah he's going to be coming on the podcast this week and hopefully we'll talk all about Charlotte Field, all about Sweet Williams and um, yeah so really looking forward to that one thank you for listening and thank you for watching I'm your host Rick Walland and you were listening to The Scene Was Dead Anyway <laughs>